Problems with your live streaming video buffering can be uh, so frustrating. It can have such a negative impact on your live streaming. Well, there are at least 10 things you can do to stop and prevent buffering on your network. And we're going to talk about that next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another episode of the Church Church Solutions Podcast. I couldn't remember what, what we called this. We've only been doing it for over a decade. It's Hi. not the Church Pollutions Podcast. The Church Pollutions Podcast. We're broadcasting live. I'm Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And this is episode number 347, according to Apple, but they're wrong. You, you know the episode number, but you don't know the name of the podcast. I don't know the name of the podcast. Yeah. All right. I, I was going to say Podcast Solutions Church or whatever, but it's it's Church Solutions Podcast. So subscribe to it. Those of you listening, make, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, uh, but make sure you put the right name in Church Solutions Podcast. Steve Lacey, how are you today? Doing just peachy. It's monsoon season here in Tucson. Did you get rain today? Uh, we are yeah. a little bit. I got some too, which is really good yeah. for us. Where yeah. I live on the part of town I live in, I don't get the rain that you guys do. Yeah, and we don't get the rain others do. So, yeah. where my son lives in town, it's it's a raining. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Tucson is so spread out, it, yeah. uh, the mountains around. All right. So uh, today we're going to talk about ten ways that you can end uh, live streaming buffering. So, uh, or at least you can, uh, you know, every once in a while something happens. But if we're going to talk about ten things here, you can do uh, maybe more than ten. Uh, that you can do that will really cut down on any buffering. A buffering, you know, when we're talking about buffering here, I mean, the technical term is it's always buffering. But what we're talking about is, you know, when the when the video is kind of skipping and pausing, uh, that's what we're really talking about. And yeah. so, you know, there's ways you can cut down on that. Yeah, or looking just terrible, really pixelated. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. So it either stops or, yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's a it's it, it's a fairly common problem if you know if you have some setting issues and we're going to go over those right now, so yeah. that it's not a common problem for you. But uh, it does happen from time to time, and so uh, you know it's frustrating, right? I mean, it's yeah. frustrating if you're at the church doing it, and then it's if you're on the other end as a viewer, you know, it's frustrating when just the thing's stopping, yeah. starting, pixelating, going away, all that stuff. So that, it is it talk. is less common. Um, you know, over the years, wow. yeah. we were just reminiscing uh, with some people about, remember when the super fast connection was the T1 at yes. 1.5 megabits per second? Yeah. That was smoking. It was like $1,000 a month, something yeah. like that. Radio station. Uh, our radio station had one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's, that's what and, we uh, used to get the signal to the transmitter. Yeah. In our early streaming days, I mean, our church bought a T1. Right. I remember that. Uh, in order to get a very consistent stream going, but now, yeah. you know, everything's just gotten really better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember when, you know, and you obviously remember this with the days of flash media live encoder, where we told people, you should probably set your encoder about 300 kilobytes per second. 
200, 300, that'll work, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, I, don't I mean, know if we ever went that low, but I did. I used to tell uh, people that all the time because some people didn't have, they didn't even have a thousand kilobytes per second upload speed. Oh, yeah. Some people still don't, but yeah. depending on where you're at, what part of the, the country you live in or what part of the world you live in. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it was really slow and, you know, you did 300 kilobytes per second on flash media live encoder and you liked it. <laughs> yeah, and you could do it. I remember we we had a booth at NAB in Vegas and broadcast over our cell phone. Yeah. And the cell phone yeah. connection was you know, that was three yeah. G at the time, probably. Yeah, it was it was a long time ago. Yeah. So yeah. The, the upload speeds were not great, but you could do it. It could you work. Could- do it. You could do it. All right. So I'm sure people are going like, well, come on, get to this thing. I want to find out how can I improve? So let's just jump into it here. All right. We and, got 10 uh, things, right? We so. got 10 things here. Uh, we might have more and some of these are kind of related. So, uh, but let's, the first thing I put down here, and they're not all necessarily in order, but the first thing I put down in my notes was you really should do a speed test on your network before you stream. Uh because what what we have found over the years of, of helping people, and we do tech support even on Sunday mornings, because we're a company that does streaming video, is that many times people run out of internet. And so it may be great for a year, and then all of a sudden something changes. So you should always do a speed test. And, and what you really should look at is your upload speed. And I always tell people they should have ideally three times what they're sending. That's what I tell people. Yeah. Some people say, but, I'd say two times, but I say but three. I pay for 10 megabits per second upload. Yeah. So right. I get 10, 10 megabits per yeah. second yeah. upload, right? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. That's not always the case. Yeah. Uh, we'll find you know. that your your speed is going to vary. And then you mentioned a key word there is bef- you know, before you stream. Because a lot of people will say, oh, Friday morning I looked and it's great. Yeah. And so we're good to go. And then Sunday morning, like, wow, it's buffering. And they're giving us a call and we're running, you know, having to run speed tests. And they're like, wow, it was 10 megabits per second on, on Friday. And now I'm getting, you know, 500 K. So things change, weird things happen, uh, not to prolong this, but, you know, I can remember years ago when I was working at your church, uh, you know, we used to, here in Tucson, we would have golf tournaments and we had Tiger Woods coming one year. And, uh, you know, we're streaming Sunday morning. I'm the church online guy. And uh, all of a sudden we start buffering. We just start having issues. We have, we have a lot of delay. Uh, you know, usually you'd have 30 seconds delay or something. It, it just, you know, it was just getting weird. So I thought, man, this is, this is really getting bad. I need to call tech support. And then I realized, wait a minute, I am tech support. <laughs> and so, uh, but what happened was we found out was the networks, the the uh, NBC or whatever out there, because of the golf tournament, they were stealing our bandwidth. Uh, mm-hmm. And it happened two years in a row when, when there was a big golf tournament here in town. All of a sudden, a Sunday morning, our, our bandwidth kind of disappeared. Yes. And, and uh it was frustrating. So all I'm saying is things change. Yeah. Sometimes there's technical problems. Sometimes somebody cuts a cable. Sometimes it rains. <laughs> we were joking this week or last week about we, we had some weather here in Tucson. And like, you know, all of a sudden we didn't have internet. You know, it's like, what's the deal? You know, it rains. We don't have internet. What, what's that all about? So weird things happen. So you should always do an upload speed test. I mean, speed test in general, and it will give you upload. Yeah, so other well just download. not to dwell on this too much more, but do it from the encoding computer. Yes. 
and some of the there's yeah. a ton of free ones out there yeah. um and we have one speed.streamingchurch.tv as well so you but there's a bunch of them um we yeah. try to typically not recommend the the most popular one which is speedtest.net yeah because it tends to pick the closest server to you and will show overly optimistic numbers so if you're yeah. going to broadcast you know from your building to your, you know, the front of your street, then it'll show you that you got great internet from there. But, yeah. uh, well, and they're like a lot of people like where we're at out here West, the Comcast is one of the providers that a lot of cable. And so it will basically, in fact, Comcast even knows if you use speedtest.net, uh, my provider Comcast, and I think you have Comcast too. Uh, it knows when you do a speed test, it, it lets you know Comcast, it lets Comcast know you did a speed test. So, um, we yeah, use a different provider and, and we have one that's called uh, speed.streamingchurch.tv, as you just mentioned. It actually goes to a, a different provider and you can actually change where you want the test to, uh, to go to. Like we have servers in Atlanta, Georgia. So I always tell people, choose the Atlanta server and then do a speed test. Right. All right. So you can do your speed test. That's the number yeah. one thing. And you yeah. should have, as you mentioned earlier, you should have three times the amount of upload speed. So if you're sending so. yeah. at a megabit per second, you want to make yeah. sure that you have three megabits per second so yeah. that, cause it's going to vary. I mean, even yeah. as you do the test, you'll see that the speed is, is varying up and down. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and there's other factors too, which we will get into down the list here. Yes. Uh, All right. So we, we, yeah. we killed number one. To we death. killed number one. We, we beat it to death. Number two, reduce the quality of the video in your settings. So uh, if you're sending, you know, 1080p, uh, it's, it's, that's a, a larger file that's going to be sent out. And if you're having buffering issues and you don't have enough internet or your, and which we'll get to in a moment, your CPU on your computer uh, might be laboring. We'll, we'll cover that in a moment as well. Uh, reducing the quality of the video, like from 1080 to 720 can make a difference yeah. and, and the, can help you. Cause the deal is you find out that I've got, you know, two megabit, megabit per second upload. Uh, unfortunately, there's usually very little you can do about that. I mean, you can call your, your cable people and they can send yeah. the tech out the following week and, and try to isolate where the problem may be. But a lot of times you're just stuck with, you know, whatever that speed is. So this is, this will allow you to, re to remove the buffering by going in and reducing the video quality. So there's yeah. a couple of things there. There's some parameters, resolution, which is the size of the, of the image and pixels. There's frames per second. And one of the things that, you know, people try to say, well, I want the highest quality possible. And we're going to go 60 frames per second. And, the deal is a lot of these things you don't need. Right. So for example, if I was broadcasting a uh, a race or a basketball game, I'd want 60 frames per second, but I'm, I'm broadcasting typically a pastor or a worship band and there's not a lot of movement going on. So 30 frames per second is more than adequate. And, yeah. and just going from 30 to 60 is going to double the uh, requirements on your computer and you won't see it. I mean, you won't see we'll any difference it. in quality. You won't yeah. notice any difference in yeah. quality. So you want to kind of optimize your settings. So, yeah. and then the, the other key one is your bit rate. So there's resolutions and bit rate and frames per second. 
So you can tweak those. Um, the key one is your, your bit rate. Yeah. Keyframe too. But uh, uh, some, so some people, some encoders, if you choose a resolution, they have a, a video bit rate that kind of goes along with that. And, and on some of the encoders, uh, the bit rates, in my opinion, inflate it. So, uh, you know, you might turn, you might choose 1080p on a certain live encoder setting and, and, uh, and it just automatically will send the stream at six megabytes per second. Uh, and, and that's generally something you don't want because that's too fast and it can be a problem not only for you, but it could be a problem for people on the other end trying to watch it. So right. uh, most of those encoders, most of them will give you that option of, of also lowering the bit rate. So you could still keep 1080p, but you could lower the bit rate from six megabytes per second to like three megabytes per second or something. And, and really, there's not that much of a difference between three and five or six. Uh, it really um, is. Visually, yeah. Visually, yeah, visually. You won't, yeah. I'm sure we could do a, a taste test and have people pick out. Yeah. Yeah, you tell me which one is... Three and which one six? So. Yeah. yeah. So I think most people won't ever notice. Yeah. So if you, you know, I, we may be, for some people, this, we may be getting over the head here. So if you ever have problems or questions, you can always reach out to us here. Okay. We're, we're streamingchurch.tv. We'll help you clarify some of this. All right. So moving along here, uh, where am I at here? So reduce the, the, the quality of the video and the settings. Uh, shall we go on to number yes. three? Yes. We're going to yeah. pick up yeah. the pace. Pick up the pace here. So check your computer's processing level. That's number three. So uh, processor is, is, is really what kind of, how, how do I say this? It what's powers the computer in layman's terms. It's kind of like, uh, would you call it the engine? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how would you call that in, in layman's terms? But, but it, the processor sometimes can get overworked. And so if you're sending, again, if you're sending, if you're, if you have a live encoder on your computer, which is software based like OBS or vMix or Wirecast or whatever, if you have too much going on, uh, it, the processor in your computer, if it's not powerful enough, it gets overloaded. And so, so if you're running 70, 80, 90%, good luck. It's going to create skipping and buffering and all that. Yeah, that was my going to be my. You just answer my question. Okay. What is too much? Yeah. So anything over probably seventy five percent, you're starting to get worried, right? Yeah. I would keep an eye on it. It's seventy five percent. Most of you know, if you're running thirty, forty percent, fifty percent, you're usually okay. So on your computer itself, there's a place to see the processing, but on most live encoders that are software based, you can find it will tell you the, the CPU percentage, like on OBS, it will tell you that on vMix, it should tell you that on Wirecast, uh, whatever else is out there. Most of them will give you a reading as you're streaming. Yeah. And, and some of them will even tell you, hey, we're in trouble, you know, uh, do something. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's also just be careful, we'll get into some of the details of this, is some of those will give you the processor power that the encoder is using, but not necessarily the total yeah, computer CPU true. load. Yeah, so, yeah. and well, that's, that's going into our number four point, right? Yeah, yeah. Make sure your live encoder is not overloaded. Yeah. Yeah. So overloaded being, you know, the, it's the live encoder in case you're not really familiar with live streaming the live encoder is really what makes your streaming video happen. It, 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 yeah, we give you credentials. It, it sends a signal up to our servers and then it goes back down from the cloud, you know, on your website or something. And so if you have a lot going on in that live encoder, if you're recording at a high resolution, if you're streaming at a high resolution, if you've got just 
you're doing you're a bunch s- of stuff with it. Sending multiple streams to multiple destinations. Multiple streams, multiple destinations, uh, yep. more than one stream, which opens up the door to running out of bandwidth, but that's another topic. But yeah, so well, you're, it's, you're... Yeah, it's going to need to encode. Yeah. If you're sending to multiple destinations, it's got to encode for yeah. each destination. So It's working hard. Yeah. So when it works hard... And if it doesn't have enough capacity, then it starts to peter out. And that's when you start running into issues again, where things aren't working, buffering, limited, you know, limited. Act. So, so really look that over real good and, and, and go with that. So, all right, should we move on since we're. Yes. Moving so, on? Um, yeah. all right. And then, uh, and then, you know, along those, I was thought you had a separate bullet, but the other thing is, well, I've got my, um, encoding computer streaming, I'm running pro presenter and we're also sending out the newsletter, you know, all at the same time on the same computer. You just want to just be careful. Yeah. It's really, ideally we recommend that you just have one computer for live encoding for streaming and that's it. You you don't do other stuff. We recommend that you don't run pro presenter at the same time. Uh, I mean, there's people that do it, but again, you, you can run into some problems when you're running other programs as you're streaming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then CPU. next on our list, yeah. we haven't five. seen this in a while, I don't think, yeah, I don't but know. it was very common earlier on. Yeah. So limit the number of devices connected to your network, your network being your local church yeah. network. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and this is, you know, cause a, a lot of times when streaming was, was much more novel, the church would start streaming and then they'd have offices throughout the church and everyone would get on the stream to watch the stream from, from their offices. And so everyone on the network is consuming bandwidth to be able to view the stream. So, you know, soon enough they they're calling us saying, Hey, it's starting to buffer. What's going on. And we, you know, we've got, you know, run the speed test and find out what's going on and found out they, you know, and also, um, We've also seen where Sunday morning, yeah, I've got open Wi-Fi and yeah. I want to offer that phones. to yeah. all my churches and, and the guys that come every week and you know, the phone auto connects to the network and I get bored with the sermon and start watching NFL Sunday. And <laughs> <laughs> No, come on. <laughs> Christians don't do that. And then all of a sudden, where's that bandwidth going? It was like, wow, we're. Yeah. We did have uh, 10 megabits per second upload or 50 meg or whatever it was. And yeah. then all of a sudden. Internet it, atrophy. I, I don't yeah. know anybody that uses that term. I should copyright it. Internet atrophy. Uh, I mean, it's just your internet shrinks and it, the more people on it, it will shrink. And it does happen at times when you least expect it or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It just happens. And so really you need to limit that. So how do you do that? How do you limit that? How do, you, how do well, you limit other people from getting on your network? Well, one would be to password protect your your Wi-Fi, or what we do at our church is we have a separate um, yeah. provider for the um, for that kind of connection, so that you yeah. know we want to offer you know free open Wi-Fi to everybody, but uh, we don't want to jeopardize the stream, so we'll we'll run a you know another ISP mm-hmm. um, that services that traffic, so. Yeah. Internet service provider. Yeah. So that yeah, keeps so, people off your main yeah. streaming network. Or you password protect it and then only you know, give the password to those that request yeah. it. And the other is just, you know, get people off of their offices while the, the, while the stream is going and, you know. Can you partition your network? Can you partition it where? Uh, I 
you might be yeah i'm not a a router expert but we're we're getting into the router piece but right. i think you can you may be able to create different wi-fi networks and but it's seems unfortunately like it's on the from, same provider though it yeah, seems like if it's it on still... the same isp it all goes through the same choke point so yeah. it doesn't yeah, really it's, matter. it's all the same pipe eventually yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Moving on here quickly. So here are some little technical things here. Uh, we've had this happen a lot. People call us, eh, lost my internet, not working, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and so we, we sometimes you need to restart your router. <laughs> so ideally, uh, we, we would recommend, and I think I've got this on a point later, but you know, some people, wireless is the only way you can stream. But if you can stream with Ethernet cable, that would be best. But regardless or irregardless, you could, uh, that's a joke because that's not a real word, right? Uh, Regardless of your situation, sometimes you need to restart your router, (laughs) reboot everything, reboot the modem, reboot the router. Yep. And yeah, I mean, that's uh, uh, part of life. I know that, um, you know, even in our home office here, we'll have issues where I'm like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. And a good reboot of the router tends to clear everything up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a simple thing to do. You could usually just unplug the thing and leave it unplugged for a few seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, and then plug it back in and give it time to kind of root reboot. But uh, uh, if you have problems, I mean, if that's, you know, obviously if it's happening all the time and you need to investigate something, you need to get another router, some routers go bad mm-hmm. and uh, you know, maybe your router is up to, I just had a, what did I do? I think I just got a new modem or something because Comcast told me uh, your modem's out of date. It's mm-hmm. we're, we're revamping things and your modem's going to be out of date pretty soon. So I end up coughing up money for a new modem. So things change and impermanence, right? And so things change. And, and so you, sometimes you got to restart things, do things. So uh, let's move on here as my phone rings. So re- restart, your, restart your router, your modem. Number seven, move your wireless router closer to your streaming device. And again, as I mentioned earlier, if you're streaming wireless, you know, we'd recommend you don't, but if sometimes you, that's all you got, just try to make sure you've got a clean path and something that's close to your machine. Yeah. You know? Or um, what's really popular now. And we just, I just had done this a while back for us is just get a, a meshed router system yeah. where there's a, a network of, of uh, wireless routers that yeah. you can place in different places and so they'll, they will bounce. How does that work? Do you, do you plug it into your outlet or something? How does that work? How, they, how does the mesh thing work? You, yeah, they definitely, they need power. So uh, <laughs> your second item. Yeah. They're not battery but, operated. Well, yes, they're not they're, magic. They're not solar. Yeah, they're, they're just radios. So they're, I mean, the, your router, your wireless router is just a radio. So it's, it sends, the signal to the next node and the next node is, is a receiver and a transmitter. Okay. So it, it picks up that signal that's pretty close to it and then transmits it, you know, another 50 yards yeah. in that direction. If you stick another router, you know, a third one down the road, then it'll, you know, it'll do the same thing. You could, you know, run your, your Wi-Fi all the way down your street. If you have enough routers, but, I, I, have, uh, <laughs> I have an old extender, but the, 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 an old Wi-Fi extender. I still yeah. have that. It's in my they, garage. They go off the same principle. Yeah. So, but a lot of them, the, the, um, they're, they sell them now so that they're a mesh of routers that are optimized for sharing the stream as opposed to an extender. Extenders typically didn't work as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's the same kind of principle though. 
Yeah. Now my son's got something he plugs into an outlet. And he, well, there's yeah, you can um, you can use your home wiring as yeah, uh, that's what he did. Yes, as, as a you know, carry the signal over the, yeah. the home electrical signals. But we're we're getting off target here. But yeah, I know. move your uh, improve your Wi-Fi <laughs> is kind of what that one's all about. Yeah. Uh, and then number so that was number seven. So number eight is if you can't improve your Wi-Fi, uh, move to a wired connection, you know, run some Ethernet cables. That's ideal. That's really ideal. That, that's yeah. really what you should do uh, if you can. And uh, that, that makes a big difference. In many cases, it does. Some people are fine with wireless, but things go wrong. All right. So we're getting close to Steve's lunch. So we need to move <laughs> on here. Number nine. Uh, as we talk about lim- eliminating buffering from your stream live streaming, number nine is keep your computer healthy. So yes. feed your computer whole wheat and uh, kale and all that stuff. What I mean by that is just simply, you know, make sure you don't have my- malware and viruses running. And uh, if you just have a computer set up for streaming and nobody else messes with it, you know, that's half the battle, right? But if you have the youth guys in there and not to blame, the youth people always get in trouble. But, you know, if you have other people on the computer, I mean, we've had people talk to us and go, hey, I've got porn on this computer. Did I come from you guys? Mm -hmm. No, it didn't come from us. Somebody's on your computer (laughs) and it's not us. (laughs) So, you know, you've got to really make sure your computer's running well. uh, Keep it healthy. You may have to add some RAM uh, depending on the operating system you got. Maybe some kind of scan, maybe some virus, antivirus stuff. Maybe uh, uh, Windows Defender, I guess, is pretty good, yeah. according to Dan this Patagoni. Is, this is an area that's gotten much better over the years, too. Yeah, it has. Being an old geezer like me, I yeah. kind of, yeah. So, but this this arena has gotten a lot better with uh, um, Microsoft's done a much better job of recognizing that they're a target for yeah. trouble. And so they've uh, really upped their game and made a, a much more robust yeah. OS than they did before. But so. but keep you know keep an eye on your computer if you use it for streaming. If you have a software, I mean, if it's taking forever to boot up now, you know uh, your hard drive may be going. A solid state hard drive would be great uh, if you could get one of those. They're usually easy to replace. Uh, they they're quicker. Maybe some more RAM might be needed. But keep mm-hmm. an eye on that because if your yeah. computer's dragging. And they will drag, as you used to say, Steve. You get get you get your new computer, and it works good for a few months, and then all of a sudden, well, your your Windows computer, yes, yeah, your Windows <laughs> computer, yeah. Let's not because there's nothing wrong with Apple computers. Apple computers are flawless. Yes, the, they the will Macs run, are just great. They will they're, run two years in, like they did the first week. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but the, as I said, Windows has got a lot better. So yeah, I'm have. I'm dating myself, I guess. But yeah, ten yeah. years ago, it was like yeah. You need to reinstall the OS every every two years, or you're out of luck, you know. So wipe well, the whole thing clean because yeah. it's become this yeah. trash pile. But I've had this thing for years. This thing runs pretty good. I can't put Windows 11 on it; it won't let me now because it's too yeah. old, I guess. All right, and very quickly here, number ten. There's probably more, but number ten. Make sure your hardware-based live encoder. Now remember, there's two types of encoders. There's software-based that we've been primarily talking about, like OBS that you put on your computer. But then there's hardware-based live encoders. And those are little boxes usually, uh, you know, uh, Epifan has some, Teradek has some. There's there's lots of them out there now. 
and they're okay. Make sure though that that that, that it's shut down after you stream. So what I'm getting at is, uh, like we put the webcaster out years ago, but I have w- customers that that still call me about the webcaster, which I don't make anymore, which is a hardware based live encoder, and they just leave it. They leave it on the whole time. They may shut the stream off, but the 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 deal's on. It's running the whole time. It's it's booted up. It gets hot. And hardware encoders, as well as computers, should be shut down when you're done streaming. Uh, and I've had that happen a lot where they had to shut down the, the, the hardware encoder, let it boot up again, sometimes reset it, and then usually it's okay. But if you just leave it run the whole time, uh, you're asking for trouble eventually. Yeah. Yep. Just saying. That's that's true. Maybe more convenient. Like, oh, I'm out of here. My Sunday's over. I'm going home. Yeah, it may take a second and and you know power right. it down. Just power it down, you know, and power down your computer. Shut your computer down. It's just look. We're just trying to save you some heartache, right? Yeah. So uh, those things happen if you don't shut your stuff down after. And all right, so we're out of time here, as I'm sure you're glad. So you can go eat lunch now. Um, but if you have any questions, those of you, you being listeners, viewers, uh, reach out to us, uh, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's, that's one of our companies here. And uh, we can certainly help you with your streaming needs uh, or some other things as well. So, so don't hesitate, reach out to us. So Steve Lacey, thank you for your input today. Uh, great to be here. And my name is Phil Thompson. Thank you for uh, watching or listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to the Church Solutions Podcast. You'll never miss a podcast. And if you can, give us a rating. Uh, rate our podcast. We'd love to, to get a rating from you, and we'd love to hear from you. All right, so that's it. Have yourselves a great day. We'll catch you next time. Take care of yourselves and each other. And uh, thanks again for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast.